Good afternoon. This is Dr. David back with the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast. I'm so glad to have everybody back today. Um, I believe this is like episode 26 or 27 of season two. So I'm really, really happy. And I'm happy to announce that we recently reached the milestone of over a thousand downloads. So thank you so much for tuning in. It's great to have people to tune in, to listen, and also offer feedback. So um, thanks so much for the feedback that I've received from everyone about different podcast episodes, ranging from feedback about the three-part series on boundaries to the two-part series on self-care to the episodes, the multiple episodes that I've done with special guests, Melot Tezera. Uh, and if you recall, um, the last episode with, with Melot, um, and we did an episode recently um, about kind of workplace issues and how to manage work-life balance and things like that. We also did a podcast episode about life stability uh, and a couple other things. And then Maylot is back today again. So um, I'd like to welcome my special guest and client, Maylot Tezera. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm honored to be back for the fourth time. And... Not only that, but Maylot has brought a special guest with her today who I'm honored to have because um, it's always good, as you know, to have a coach, to have someone who inspires you, to have somebody who motivates you, somebody who drives you and pushes you to go beyond what you might achieve on your own, somebody who helps you to move beyond your current comfort zones. And Maylot has brought someone who does just that very thing. Um, he's well known in the greater Atlanta area, you know, uh, trainer to the stars. So welcome and tell me a little bit about yourself. Thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, Dr. David. Uh, thank you, Melot, for having me. Uh, my name is Coach Johannes. I'm a fitness coach. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, well, I'm from Ethiopia originally. Um, I've been in the fitness business almost uh, six years. Wow. Uh, I've trained uh, different kinds of people from ordinary people to athletes. Um, and I like, you know, fitness is my passion. You know, this is, uh, this is what I've been doing almost for the last six years. Um, now I currently uh, train athletes uh, and also I train uh, boxers. Uh, I'm a, I'm not, I'm not a fighter, but I train people who like to do a boxing. Uh, I, I believe that boxing, uh, it's not, it's just not most so more than, um, fitness, but it helps me in the house too. So yeah. Um, thank you for having me, doctor. Yeah. Thank you. And you know, before we kind of jump into some things, uh, specifically about fitness trainer training and about athletes and things like that. You mentioned that you've been doing this for six years and that it's a passion for you. Tell me when did you first know or realize or get a sense that this was what was meant for you? Um, so I, I got into fitness when I was um, actually when I was 14 years old, 14, 13 years old. Um, I am very passionate in martial arts, you know, back growing up back home in Ethiopia, you know, me, uh, my uh, peers uh, at the school, um, you know, we've been doing this martial arts, uh, and my mother, she just realized that, okay, maybe you like this thing, so let me take you to this 
um, martial arts school uh, nearby our house. So she took me there, and then I didn't know. Like all I know is watching on movies. You know, this actors doing this. You know, practicing those things at home. So I got into this club, um, and at that time, the the instructors, I think they picked quickly. Oh, okay, you have a talent. So we probably do this. Uh, this is probably you want to do it for a for future. So um, and then I started training. Uh, I got my black belt. And when I was uh, 18 years old, and then um, I moved to US. Uh, when I moved to US, uh, you know, I start from scratch. You know, everything's new for me. Uh, so I decided to go to college. When I got into college, everything's. Um, I thought it was I was going to be different. Um, not fitness, but like I was planning to study something different. And um, while I was going to the to the school, um, there was a, a gym called Team Octopus uh, nearby uh, Midtown, and then I started training over there. And I feel like I, I like to help people. Um, so at that time, while you know, while I was training by myself, some people asked me, "Hey, let's do this thing. Let's do crunch. Let's do you know all that stuff." So I had this background of helping people. You know, when I was back home. So I decided, like, okay, let's do this, and and then one of the trainers he told me that maybe you you have you, are, you have a passion this maybe why don't you pursue with this uh, profession? There is called uh, NASA personal training certification. So why don't you hold this certification and then start your career? And then I I'm like, okay, then let me let, let me look at it, and then I go back to college, and then I talk to the advisor, hey. Um, I like my passion is fitness. I like you know training, so what I can do as a profession, and then she told me there's a course called uh, kinesiology, and then I look it up and I took these classes and I like it, and then I decide okay this is my passion so this is what I can do for my life uh, and I like helping people, and then that's how it started, um, and then I graduated from college. Uh, in 2018 and then uh, I started working at corporate gyms um, and then 2000, 2000 after COVID I guess 2020 I started uh, my business uh, it's called uh, JP Johannes Performance uh, Academy that's what the brand name yeah that's how it started so everything started back home yeah Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much for sharing that. And thanks for being here today. We're glad to have you. Um, We've got a lot of really, really special guests coming up um, on the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast. Um, That includes authors and trainers and people from a lot of different backgrounds. So this is going to be a really, really, really fun season. I'm excited to have all of these guests here. Um, um, Let me just kind of share a little bit uh, about some of the things. Uh, So, you know, obviously... The purpose of the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast is to help people to start a fresh start in life uh, with generally a focus on mental health and wellness, but also self-improvement and life coaching and decision making and being abundant and being prosperous and being happy and all those kind of things. So while the focus is on mental health and wellness, but it's also on self-improvement and just kind of general life. Um, 
And so one of the new services that I created that I mentioned during a couple of po uh, past episodes or recent episodes was Life Advice 360. And so I'm really, really excited about that. As I mentioned before, Life Advice 360 is something that I created to help more people uh, be able to come to me for life coaching, for life advice, for living uh, and lifestyle um, suggestions and recommendations and solutions. At the end of the day, regardless of you know any credentials that I might have, I look at myself as somebody who is a problem solver, somebody who helps people arrive at solutions to create solutions. I think our world is full of enough problems. So I'd rather be on the opposite side of the equation and help people come up with solutions. Um, and, you know, a lot of those are very practical and some are more specific. But with Life Advice 360, I have a lot of people who, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people who request appointments in my office every year. And for whatever reason, they feel like they can't afford to come see me. And so I wanted to come up with a solution for those people. So with Life Advice 360, depending on which plan you get with the lowest cost plan starting at $25 a month, um, and if you go ahead and pay the annual enrollment fee of $250, you get two months for free. So you basically pay for 10 months and you get 12 months. But with that plan, you get to ask me a certain number of questions uh, and for me to create a certain number of solutions. And those solutions and recommendations provide you with life coaching, life advice, and pearls of wisdom that you can use in every area of your life. And like I said, um, the whole goal of that is to make it affordable. So for $250 a year, you can get life coaching, life advice, recommendations, solutions, wisdom pearls, and all those things from me directly. Uh, and those plans go up um, from there um, uh, from $25 a month, which is the cheapest, plan A, to the most expensive, which is plan E, uh, which is $250 a month. And you find the plan that works for you. With the most expensive plan, obviously you get additional things. You get phone calls with me, and you get all kinds of other things. Uh, and so definitely check that out. You can go to my main primary website, www.atlantacoaching.com. Just look for the Life Advice 360 tab near the top. Click on that, and that'll take you to the Life Advice page. It'll tell you about the service uh, and what you get with it. And then if you um, are ready to start, then all you have to do is scroll down, click on the, um, the Join button, and then it'll take you to the uh, page with the plans, and you just choose the plan that's best for you. Um, so I'm so excited about Life Advice 360. A lot of people are using that plan. They're telling their friends and relatives about it. They're enjoying it, uh, and they're getting a lot of feedback. And I promise you, if you make, if you make asking for help and receiving recommendations, solutions, assistance, advice, a part of your lifestyle, it will just multiply in a million different ways, right? You have to learn, we all have to learn how to ask for help and ask for assistance and advice, whether it's from a fitness trainer or fitness coach or from a life coach or for a therapist or from a graphic designer or all of those things. So it's no, there should be no shame associated with asking for help, asking for advice. So definitely check out Life Advice 360. Um, and with that, we're going to dive into today's topic. So today's topic is all about lifestyle choices and habits. Um, as you know, I wrote a book in 2021 called The Nutrient Diet. The Nutrient Diet is the first book of its kind. It's 50% the nutrition, 
um, the metabolism, the physiology, the biochemistry of the things that you put in your body, starting with water and then going on to sugars, fats, carbohydrates, ketones, amino acids, proteins, alcohol, dairy products, and everything in between. Uh, and then the second half of the book is the psychology of why you make the eating choices so you can change them right easily. Uh, and that focuses on meal planning, meal prep, uh, what to do during the holidays, and all kinds of things where you can actually cut a lot of calories out of your daily living without feeling like you're missing out on enjoying food. So that's, that's the key. Uh, if people take nothing else from the nutrient diet, I tell them to take this. You have to come up with lifestyle choices that you can live with and that you can live with for the rest of your life. You cannot live off of rice cakes forever. It just isn't going to work for most people. Um, so you've got to come up with a lifestyle, a lifestyle plantation, uh, um, foundation, a lifestyle plan, a set of lifestyle choices, options, and decisions that work for you and that will work long term. And that doesn't mean you can't change them in the future, right? You can always change. Um, but whatever you can do and sustain on a daily basis, whether it's brushing your teeth or drinking a certain amount of water every day or eating a certain amount of vegetables and fruits, the longer you can do that, the better you're going to be off, both physically and mentally. So that brings us to today's topic. Um, so since we've got a special guest here, we've got an expert on fitness and all those kind of things, um, let's jump right into it. So, um, you know, I... As someone who started in martial arts as a child and got my black belt in Taekwondo, really proud of that. Uh, that was something that was really, really big for me. Um, and looking back on when I got my black belt in Taekwondo, one of the reasons why my parents started me in Taekwondo is because I was getting picked on at school and they wanted and, and, and in our neighborhood. And so they wanted to give me some tools uh, to build more self-confidence and self-esteem um, in terms of you know, myself and my ability to protect myself and, and feel worthwhile and valuable and all those things. So let's start there. So let's tell us a little bit about the martial arts that you did, what specific martial arts that was, um, and what do you feel like that's added to you in terms of who you are as a person? Um, that's a good question. So yeah, growing up, uh, you know, practicing martial arts uh, helped me, uh, as you mentioned, that um, that helped me to build the confidence um, uh, beside, you know, protecting myself. But, you know, I was a kid, a little bit wild, you know, uh, mess around with kids, you know, at school. So it, it gave me, as a, uh, like, as a, as a tool, like, a, um, um, the discipline, right, makes me more disciplined. So that's why my mother, you know, brought me, you know, uh, to this school, you know. So, um, yeah, one to take one, it was my first martial art practice. And then I did Tongil Mudos and Arts from South Korea. One of my friends who also had a black belt, he had a school at that time, and he teach a martial art to the, the, the Tongil Mudos and Arts. So, yeah, I'm very into this uh, martial arts. So I, when I come back here, uh, when I came to the U.S., um, I started training uh, MMA, mixed martial art, um, boxing. Now I'm... I'm I'm totally focused on boxing now. Uh, I train boxing for myself. I I train my uh, my clients to boxing. So yeah, overall martial art helps me um, to be disciplined uh, for my mental health too. You know, I recently had a I lost my mom recently. 
and that was very tragic so moment. sorry so thank you um so sorry and those are the things that helps me to keep my mental health yeah. um yeah so yeah martial art plays a big role in my life and tell me a little bit about in terms of what you do with your clients. So tell me a little bit about your profession. Tell me a little bit about being a fitness coach uh, and that kind of thing and you know the different types of clients that you work with and what that involves and those kind of things. So tell me a little bit about what you do and, and how that works. Your okay. title and those types of things. Okay, so I, I'm a fitness coach but specialize in uh, two things. Um, sport performance and uh, MMA, mixed martial arts, uh, conditioning especially. That means uh, when I train athletes, uh, they're trying to improve their conditioning. So I specifically focus on that too. And I have different um, uh, clients with different uh, level of fitness, uh, but my it depends on my clients. But now I try to focus or um, niche on boxing now, you know, so um, Sport performance especially means someone who wants to uh, aspire to be, let's say, for example, soccer players. And then he comes to me, okay, I want to um, uh, improve my athletic levels. Okay, what we can do. Or flexibility, you know, what we call it like functional, uh, functional uh, training. So that means we try to focus on um, improving his flexibility, uh, improving his speed, you know, all that stuff. So to focus specifically focus on for that uh, specific sports so uh, yeah I'm, I'm trying to focus on uh, performance uh, athletes and uh, boxing that's what we do there and so for you does that like does that mean that you're having them to do exercises or you're watching them while they do machines and making sure their form is right so what is how does that translate into what you do directly with your clients so I, when they come to me, uh, I have to let them, they have to let me know that what, what they want to work on it. Okay. For example, uh, Melas when she comes to me, uh, what we do is okay. She wants to get into the powerlifting powerlifting competition, powerlifting exercise. So even though I'm not a powerlifting coach, uh, but where we can uh, attack their goals that she wants to improve. So her goal was try to trying to lose weight. Uh, but I, I push her to her limits um, to, to, to put her on that specific goals for a powerlifting. So she's trying to lose weight, so, but we're working on form, for example, squats, so how she can do squats in a proper form, deadlift, you know, all that stuff that we need to work on the form too. Uh, once we, she mastered that, and then once she's able to do by herself, mm -hmm. and now she's ready to move to uh, the powerlifting. Um, so my goal is helping uh, by in different way, mentally uh, and physically. So uh, it depends on the clients when they come to me. And I believe that uh, fitness is not just only about like losing weight and all that stuff, but it's more like mentally. So I have to prepare them for that uh, mental uh, uh, preparation, uh, you know, pushing their limits. Uh, so it depends on the client. So I have always provide them uh, uh, structure programs that they want to follow. Um, so my, my job is helping them to make sure that to reach their goals. So that's, that's what I'm going to do. And how long have you and Mela been working together? Me and Mela have been together for almost uh, six months. No, like almost 
Two years. Now. Two years? Oh wow. Oh wow, time flies, doesn't it? Time flies. Yeah, yeah, two years. Wow. I started with you two years. back in twenty twenty one November. Oh wow. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. yeah. When she came to me, uh, she told me, "Hey, I want to lose weight." No, this is this is not the one. that. Wait, wait, that was right after you started working with me. Yeah. That was three months, two or three months after you started working with me. Yes. I see. Yeah. So, that's the time. Yeah, that's when I was sick. Actually, when I started coming with him, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, my health was in the worst places possible it could be, and um, I was working on the mental aspect of it with Dr. David, and I needed somebody to work with me on my physical. Part of it and um, at that time even we talked about in a previous podcast where I was not driving I had to get everything in my life together again the life stability episode yes um, and um, at that time that's when I started working with Johannes and the first thing I said was I wanted to lose weight and um, we did the physical the mm. first appointment was the physical and my physical was not good. It's not that I was overweight or anything like that, but I haven't done any exercises in so long. So because of that, I didn't have any strength. I didn't have any right. balance. Yeah. I didn't have any, uh, uh, like one side of my body was stronger than the other. So there was no um, balance. balance in general everywhere so I had to start from the beginning yeah um, and I was telling you that I previously did uh, powerlifting before back in 2015 but when I went to him everything that I did before didn't exist so I had to start from zero um, so just working at that and all of the information that I've gotten from um, Johannes was very um, to the point um, it was catered to me, modified to my needs, because at that time I needed all the help that I can get. Mm -hmm. um, I got a very one-on-one, -on -one, hands-on training from you, um, meaning that it, there were times that I would just give up on myself, but him telling me, hey, you got to keep on going, helped me to really change my life, not just in the gym, yeah. but outside <clears throat> of the gym. Mentally. Mentally and physically becoming strong was the key. Um, and um, we started training, what, in the winter? And in spring, I was more independent, not just at the gym, but outside of the gym, in my work life. Um, you know, finally being able to drive to the gym was, mm -hmm. that, was one of, that was one of my goals. And um, doing that every morning instead of, instead of taking you over that was a very goal of my own and I, I did and um, just getting that mental strength that I lost getting back um, having him as one of my, um, my support system support system yeah. yes so um, very grateful very thank grateful. you thank you thank you actually um um, you know, I've trained uh, different kinds of people over the years, especially from our community, you know. One thing about Melat is she's very committed, like commitment in a sense that if if I give her to do something, she will get it done. She's not like, okay, oh, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't do this. She, she, even though she's tired, because I remember she tells me like, she works like how many hours? You, you 15. Work? 15 hours. 
she used to work 15 hours and then came to the gym like early in the morning. Usually we train like early in the morning and then with that energy, it's hard for right. her, you know. So, um, Work-life balance. Yeah. yeah. But she always get it done. I mean, I challenge you, yeah. right? I challenge her a lot, uh, mentally, you know. Uh, but she always give me like hundred papers, like you know. So that's and I, I appreciate you for all, and I'm so happy for the progress that you have made, yeah. And for your commitment, you know. I always say, you know, the goal is not just to lose weight. The goal is to change your lifestyle from yeah. from A to B, and they adapted that healthy lifestyle. That's that should be the goal because. I'm not gonna stay with you like forever. I'm teaching you what you can do, and then get that knowledge and apply to yourself. Not only in the gym, but also she she's very uh, hardworking lady. Uh, not at the gym also, but also outside of the gym. So I, I appreciate you for uh, for the work and you know, for your hard work you take. You know for all the, for all the things that you have done. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You know one of the things that that I found, and I guess this is just kind of my idealism. Um, you know, peeking through the door, peeking through the shades or the windows or whatever is, you know, one of the things, and I guess just, just because I've always kind of been this way, we tend to project things onto other people. I've always kind of been like self-improvement oriented and things like that. And, you know, and I've always kind of been the kind of person that's kind of curious about the world and seeking out things and looking for solutions and looking for improvement and things like that. Um, and I kind of approach things in terms of, you know, there are people out there who are looking for improvement just spontaneously. Yeah. But one of the things anecdotally that I've noticed, uh, you know, in my practices with my clients is a lot of times it's really not until somebody feels like they've reached rock bottom that they actually ask for help. Absolutely. Right. Um, and, you know. You could use that example in so many different contexts when you could talk about like weight right. uh, or eating habits and things like that, which is part of what prompted me to write the nutrient diet yeah. uh, because I gained um, I gained like 60 or 70 pounds during COVID just from bad lifestyle choices and habits and just not paying attention and being exhausted, honestly, mm -hmm. uh, because of COVID and seeing clients and just everything that affected healthcare professionals during that time. Uh, and it wore on me and it showed in my weight. My weight was a representation of what was going on mentally. Yeah. Uh, and when I saw that in the mirror and didn't like it, I decided to change it. And then not only did what I looked like on the inside, on the outside change, but what I felt like on the inside also changed. Yeah. Um, but it usually takes something like that to happen. Usually people don't reach out for help or improvement or things like that just because spontaneously, they usually do it because something in life reminds them that they're not living in their purpose or they're not living up to their potential. Yeah. Is that the case in terms of you reaching out to him for Absolutely. help? Absolutely. Absolutely. I know that was the case in terms of you reaching out to me. Exactly. But was that the case with him too? Yes. Um, because um, at that time, I say this, um, at that time I needed three, three support systems, right? Mm -hmm. Mentally, physically, and also I need my driver and instructor. <laughs> no, well, yeah, true. He <laughs> yeah. made a big difference. <laughs> big difference. Not just for you, but yeah. for the other people yeah. that I told yes. who needed help with that, Absolutely. that I sent your driver instructor, yeah. I sent them to him too. Yeah, so I needed I needed everybody, and I, I needed a whole community to help me. And I, I, I don't, I usually didn't like asking for help. I was about to say. Never liked it. 
but I had to change that. If I needed, like, I, I had to hit rock bottom, like you said, to really learn that it is okay to ask for help. It is okay to seek a professional help. Right. Which, what I needed at that point. And every aspect that I needed, it came with not just a service, but a support system. To me, um, it was, for me, it was an outlet to interact with people that I needed to interact with right. at that point. And also to open my eyes to certain things. Whenever I was with my driving instructor, it wasn't just a driving aspect, but it was also, you know, just talking mm -hmm. about a certain things, right, that I didn't sit down and talk to about anybody else. Letting it out. Let, yeah, Letting right? things out, expressing. Absolutely. So, and coming here and talking to you was the same thing, but it, you were giving me solutions and how to fix a certain things. And when I was coming to Johannes, it was more so, hey, you need to do a strict diet, strict exercises, strict mental things that I needed to do to build myself up again. So when it come when it came to all of those and putting that together, it helped me heal everything that I needed to do in fast and a timely manner and also in a solid permanent ways that I know that I know I'm not gonna go back to where I was before three years ago. And I know that I'm gonna continue to grow, but I'm always gonna have you guys to help out. So 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 this is always a question for me because mm -hmm. you brought this up in, in previous podcasts in, in terms of like your decision making process in terms yeah. of coming to me, you've been a client for mine, it'll be almost almost two years in right around the corner and, and either this month or September. So yeah. you've been it, it's been almost yeah. two years that you've been coming to me. And I have a sense of why you came to me. Tell me what what made you choose Johannes instead of somebody else? What was the difference that he offered you that you didn't see being offered anywhere else that made you go to him for fitness training Absolutely. and lifestyle um, improvement? Um, so I was, I was looking at a different trainers. And um, mm -hmm. before him, I had a trainer, a Crunch. And she actually moved to Alabama. So I was in the market for looking for different trainers. Mm -hmm. My sister gave me his uh, information yeah. and I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and see how he is and I'm, I'm still going to be checking out different trainers. Mm -hmm. um, but Shopping. Yes. Yes. But I'm glad that I tried him first because when I, when I talked to him, the comfort and the um, care that I got from him was not same as the other trainers. Gotcha. Um, the other trainers, they would just give you workouts to do, and that's it. There's no about, hey, what is going on, really working with you, your schedule, your time, anything that was that I needed. So he seemed genuinely interested in absolutely. your improvement, not just selling you a product or service. Absolutely. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, absolutely. From, from the first day, um, from the first tryouts to the last day that I've been to the gym is always to looking after um, giving me uh, pointers when I needed to, giving me um, a certain things that I needed. Um, even when I miss a day or if I'm late, I'm, you know, he's telling me like, oh, try to be on time, try to be on time. That I'm glad that I got that from him because other trainers didn't really, they don't really Excuse my French, but they don't really give a shit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just having that 
accountability, building that accountability with someone like Johannes helped me to continue on my fitness journey after. You know what? The reason why I ask that question is because it, it it's alluding to something. Um, and this is something that's obviously a big part of the work that I do. I think it's a part of what you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get the sense that it's a part of what Johannes does too, is I believe, I truly believe, and this is this kind of goes back to the episode that I did about trust your gut instincts because yeah. they're not lying to you. Yeah. When people are operating in their purpose and their passion, they don't just say it. You can sense it and you can feel it. And when people give you back not just the basics, but more, when they're interested in how you're feeling and what's going on in your life, and if you're motivated or if you're losing or lacking motivation or if your enthusiasm wanes or if you're low on energy, those people are curious. They want to know why, and they want to help you. That's the difference, and that's how I make my decision-making choices about who I choose in terms of who do I go to and who do I, who do I patronize, yeah. who do I pay, who do I trust with my life Absolutely. and my lifestyle choices because I can <clears throat> tell who's got my best interest in heart and those are the, at heart, and those are the people who are purposeful and passionate about what they do. And you can always tell that because the people who are purposeful and passionate about what they do, they will always ask and give you more yes. than what you ask for. Yes. And yeah. it sounds like you yeah. sense that. I think uh, um, creating a genuine relationship with the clients helps is, is both side, I guess, yeah. you know, mutual side. Because um, Mela, when she came to me, I'm like, first, like, you know, I know her sister, her sister, she told me, hey, I have a sister, so she wants to reach out to you, and then she want to get this uh, training with you. I'm like, and I would be happy because my, my, I think I always say this, my number one goal is to help and, and make an impact on positive way, right, on, on my clients. So all my clients are equal for me, and this is more than fitness. This is more than their specific goals, regardless of what their goal is, but like making an impact on positive way. That's my number one goal. And positive way, what I say is, outside of their gym to, you know, uh, teaching them discipline and apply that discipline into their uh, actual life, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, you just wake up early in the morning and go to work. Yeah. Maybe the reason you go to, the reason you wake up early in the morning is because you're supposed to go to work, right? But what if you wake up early in the morning and go to the gym? Yeah. Right? That's discipline. I mean, discipline, it's a motivation comes and goes. Yeah. But discipline is to get true for your goals. So I'm I That's a good point. Yeah, I, I told her I feel like I care more about because the way she tells me what she going through, you know, I, I really understood that thing too. So and I'm I'm so happy to be part of her journey. And uh, she really made a significant you know in her life too. So yeah, uh, she you know, creating a genuine relationship with a client is a, the the first and the most important thing to be successful, uh, especially in this business. You know, you gotta be, not, passion doesn't, it's not enough, right? That, that care, you know, being humanity and all that stuff is very important thing, yeah. When you, when you look back at, at some of the clients that you've worked with in the past, including Maylot, yeah. what is one of the biggest things that you've learned from your clients? Um, I've learned a lot of stuff, actually, because, you know, when I started my first year, um, you know, people came up with different psychological background, you know, people came from different backgrounds and, um, to feed that 
yourself with their with their postures is hard for me because I only see this side only. So, uh, but my one of the things I've learned is um, communications, like listening them, right? Because you are not just being a fitness coach; you are their life coach. Like I, I, I'm pretty sure you have encounter with these people like on your on your uh, on your activity right like people tell you a lot of stuff and listen to them right I've learned a lot people you know go through some stuff and then they gain weight and when they come to just they just don't want to lose weight they just want to they this you know change their, their mindset right. so my job was to change you know to shift that mindset from from this from the negative side to the positive side so helping them. So my, I think I learned a lot just listening them, um, and and I was always happy at the end of the session. Thank you, you know, shaking my hand and thank you for helping me. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for, you know, helping me. And you know, at least you made my day for today. You know, so I I, I I'm genuinely listening them and what they they can do and what they can help them. Yeah. You know, I think one of the, um, and, and I guess kind of the older that I get, the more that I'm more open-minded about this, is one of the things that makes a big difference for me is just what I call an exchange of energy. Yeah, um, yeah. and when, I, when clients come to me, and one of the reasons why a lot of people like, you know, they want to do virtual sessions, and I'm open to virtual sessions, but there's a huge difference in the energy that's exchanged between somebody who's sitting right in front of me, and I can pay attention to their body language and their eyes and different things like that, and exchange energy uh, in a way that you can't do across Zoom or across a computer screen and things like that. But, you know, one of the things that, that I can, and the, the, the longer that I do what I do, the more that I feel it, is not just the things that I say or the things that I hear or the things that I do or the things that I listen to or the things that I share or express, but just the exchange of energy. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, you know, when you work with a client and they trust you and you have that, that genuine level of, of trust and respect and that sharing of currency, yeah. right, I think it just makes a big difference. In terms of, uh, so I've always been, um, I remember, you know, one of, my, one of my mentors when I first moved to Atlanta uh, when I was in medical school was Dr. Miller J. Collier. Uh, and Dr. Collier uh, is also known as the hip-hop doc. He was also the medical director for the Olympics when they were here. Um, and he was also one of my first attendings in, in medical school. And Dr. Collier also used to be, I believe, like the, the medical director for one of the boxing associations here. And so I remember several different times where I went with him uh, to these boxing events, both female and male boxing events, and, and you know, assisted him and things like that. Um, and, you know, he's got in his office, in Dr. Collier's office, he's got, you know, pictures of himself with Layla Ali and, and yeah. all, all these famous fighters and things like that. <clears throat> and one of the things that always fascinates me or has fascinated me um, is just kind of the mindset of boxing. Yeah. It's the psychology of it, right? And that makes a big difference because I know people come to me when they want to, uh, you know, increase their performance. If they want to move past limiting beliefs and things like that, I'll have gymnasts come to me. I'll have, um, uh, you know, people from a different, a lot of different varieties uh, of, of, of profession who come to me and they just basically want to feel more confident about what they 
to, they want to move past their comfort zones, they want to move to a higher level of performance, and I help them do that mentally. You help them do that mentally and physically. Absolutely. But I've always been curious uh, to know, I've heard of the idea, the concept of a boxer's mindset, yeah, right? That's right. Uh, just kind of this mental toughness mm -hmm. to make it through 12 rounds or 13 rounds or whatever. Tell me a little bit about that. And I, I'm guessing that affects people who are MMA and things like that too. Uh, and I know that it's something that, that, that I learned when I was getting my black belt in Taekwondo uh, about perseverance and self-control and all these kind of things that they teach you, uh, these concepts. But tell me about a boxer's mindset. Um, yeah, actually, boxing is just more than sports. I mean, you know, right. it, it's not something that, okay, you just lifting with, you know, it's not like that, like you lift the weight, okay, and then it, 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 um, it teaches you patience, right? Yes. So this mindset is you have to have this, this different kinds of mindset. So, uh, I'm not, eventually, I'm not, unfortunately, I'm not a professional boxer. Right. But I trained boxing for almost, um, seven years right uh ever since i came here in the u.s so the mindset is um you know again you know it teaches you patience you you know and being mentally tough uh but i play the boxings uh on my life like you know just um you know in life i've gone through so much in life in my life but one thing about boxing is like a therapy for me when I hit the bag, when I do something dangerous with the boxing, it, it gives me some um, relief, you know, that stress, you know, all that stuff. So the mindset, again, um, you you know that um, you feel like you want to be like a tough, you want to be like a, a better person, you know, you're not competing with someone. Of course, you know, it makes a very competitive mindset, but you just want to be a, you know, uh, being mentally tough in your life. So, yeah, I think the boxing mindset is different from other sports, I guess, you know, because it's not easy. You know, and one of the things that it makes me think about, too, is, um, um, you know, I'm, I, you know, I enjoy, I like watching boxing events. I, you know, yeah. obviously I'm not a violent person and I don't condone violence or whatever, but, you know, everybody enjoys sports. I mean, yeah. I grew up playing tennis. I love tennis. Uh, I wish I had more time to watch and play tennis, uh, but I do try to find time here and there. Uh, boxing is another thing that I like, uh, and when I was younger, I didn't necessarily like it, but because of, I guess, some of the uh, the different personalities of different boxers uh, and just kind of things in the news, you know, you kind of think about it, yeah. uh, and they have these big, huge, grand things and pay-per-view events and stuff like that. You know, you kind of think about it. You think about, like, for instance, you know, Mike Tyson. I know when I was growing up, Mike Tyson was, was like, the biggest boxer in the world. Uh, you know, when I, was in, when I was in high school in the late uh, 80s uh, and 90s and then in college. And now, you know, now it's like Mayweather and now you've got these other up-and-coming people. But, you know, one of the things that I th I've thought about every single time that Mayweather fights is just kind of like, and they say that this is part of his strategy, is, like, the patience he has. Yeah. And I know, like... Everything, I think, um, one of the big concepts that I kind of take out of life is that there's a timing to things. And a lot of times, part of that timing involves excite, exercising or using patience. Yeah. Uh, and so that's one of the things that I've kind of sensed or noticed or witnessed about boxing is it just seems like in terms of 
um, people think of boxing as, as a sport where you're always striking. And people yeah. think about that in terms of martial arts and other things like that. But it's not just striking. It's also patient, exercising patient, yeah. patience and okay. waiting to the right time mm-hmm. to make a move yeah. and judge your opponent. Is that, Absolutely. Absolutely. Is that the case? Do you Absolutely. think so? Yeah, that's true. Um, I didn't mention that earlier, actually. I coach out May with a boxing gym here in the Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Are you serious? Yes. Have you met? No, I haven't met. Have him, you actually. met uh, Floyd Mayweather? Him. No, I haven't no? met him. So, okay. uh, he has a box. So he I've heard of that. I saw an advertisement for it on Facebook a yeah. few months ago. In, in Atlanta? Yeah. Okay. On yeah. Facebook. There so, was an advertisement for his gym. Okay, yes. He runs ads on Facebook. Yeah, so they, they have different locations, actually. They uh-huh. open now a Decatur, downtown Decatur. Okay. So now uh, I started coaching uh, over there, so I... I give a class like twice a week. Oh, wow. So I teach the fundamentals of boxing over there. So, so The fundamentals know, of boxing. Yeah, fundamentals of boxing, like techniques. Because um, uh-huh. there are the people they want to learn the way Mayweather, you know, that's boxing. Um, you know, boxing has different styles. Um, so What I, are some of the basic styles of boxing? Say that again? You, you said boxing has different Styles. styles, yeah, you know, like May was a boxing style, has own style of boxing, like Philly Shell that he used a lot. Um, okay. Mike Tyson, he has his own style of boxing, right? But we teach now the fundamentals like footwork, okay, head movements, gotcha, you know, all that stuff that just the basic things, right? Because you know? we're not teaching the professional fighters, right? The gym is not for a professional fighters, it's just like fitness, boxing. gotcha. So, yeah, I teach over there fundamentals. Um, I again, like. The, the mindset is, you know, it, it, if if you have the patience, you learn boxing. That was like, about, that's the, thing. That's the biggest it, thing that it, stands yeah, out to me. It takes me. a lot of coordination. So your mind, your body, is, you know, you have to coordinate those sort of things, you know, your legs. So, yeah, I learned a lot from boxing. I mean, being patient, being uh, perseverant, like having that um, mental toughness, you know, regardless of what you're going through in life, you know, that's how you teach you. May a lot. So, so... Let's uh, tell me a little bit about in terms of so one of the things you always hear me talking about is pushing people past their comfort zones. Yes. And uh, another client of mine was here recently, and I kind of and I I mentioned to her uh, about the concept of pushing people past their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. And I know in my own practice, I usually have to find a balance. Every, a lot of people want to be pushed. But some people don't really want to be pushed. Yes. And you want to push them. You want them to grow. You want to see them move in an upward trajectory. But at the same time, everybody's different. Everybody yeah. has a different personality. Everybody has a different style. Everybody has different triggers. And part of what I do with my clients is I notice things that are triggers. Uh, I learn what motivates them. And I use a lot of different variables to try to push them beyond our comfort zones. And every once in a while, I'll push somebody too far or, or, you know, that kind of thing. But one of the things that I always appreciate when I look back at teachers that I've had and coaches that I've had and people who've inspired me mm-hmm. and motivated me is the people who pushed me past my comfort zones. So in terms of your relationship with Johannes, in terms of some of the things that he's done to push you to become a better version of yourself, what are you? What are some of the things that, that you took home from some of the work that you've done with him? Uh, not giving up, because okay. there are times that I will complain <laughs> so much, but at the end, when I'm leaving the gym, the burst of energy that I get and the clear mindset that I have is worth every 
tears that I will cry. Um, and that became a lot more addicting. And I feel like that is the best um, addiction to have. Right. Meaning that if you're going to work for a better feeling, if you're going to work hard for a better mindset, um, pushing yourself and having somebody to push you past your limits, is I think that's amazing thing because that's when you're going to see all of your changes. That's where you're going to see all of your um, outcome. If you want outcome, you got to get out of your comfort zone, right? And sure. to me, I rather be pushed out out of my limit instead of being pushed in my limit because I get to see where I am messing up and what I am missing so I can go ahead and fulfill the things <clears throat> that I'm missing and grow and pass that problem and uh, find a solution and continue to work on that solution instead of working on the problem. I feel like once you're doing that, you get to start growing, you start going through the healing journey and you start making a better life choices that will change you forever because now whenever i see the gym instead of uh oh my gosh i have to go to the gym if, to me i'm like oh my gosh i get to go to the gym and instead of complaining about it i'm really excited to be a part of a gym setting every day at least four times a week um and i wouldn't be able to do that if it wasn't for johannes um, because I'm so used to that mindset of having that clear, you know, clear mindset, burst of energy, feeling healthy, feeling like I got a good movement in. And that also shows in my work. And that also shows in everything that I do in my, in my life. And one of the big things to me that that says to me too, and, and as I kind of reflect on some of the episodes that we've done in the past, mm -hmm. um, which I kind of pointed out, but I'll, I'll kind of bring it up again here, um, which is something that I try to inspire in every client that I have, and, and I think you probably do too, Johannes, is, is this concept here. I want to see people, I want to see my clients, I want to see everybody, my friends, my relatives, everybody, have the courage to grow, yeah. but also have the courage to fail, to yeah. risk failing in order to grow. Absolutely. And one of the things that I see these days, and, and maybe it's a generational thing, but I see so many people who are totally not willing to fail. Yeah. If things aren't automatically guaranteed to them, they're not guaranteed to win, et cetera, et cetera. They don't want to do it. Yeah. You know, and, and I always tell people, if you look back at your, your relatives, if you look back at your ancestors, if you look back at history, if you look back at people who've achieved a lot, success stories, professional athletes, mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, et cetera, the one thing they all have in common is they had the courage to grow and the courage to fail. Absolutely. And to me, those are opposite sides of the same pendulum. Yeah. Uh, and the, the reason why they're opposite sides of the pendulum is because the thing that you're really, really doing in the middle between uh, the courage to grow and the courage to fail is you're building muscles. And yes. you're building that muscle of courage, right? Yeah. Courage means when things aren't guaranteed, they're not given to you, you're not entitled to them, you create them. And, I, and when I really am, am didactic about people and, and you know, look at people when it comes to the basics, uh, I look at people who are, have a desire and a willingness to create what they want in the future and people who just want to take whatever's handed to them. And one of the things I truly, truly admire about you is your willingness 
to build and create what you desire for yourself despite the risk of failure. Yes. And and that gives me um, just so much admiration. So thank you so much for sharing this journey today. Thank it's it's awesome to see how you've grown in so many different ways. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Johannes. And thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I've learned so much. Um, And so one of the things that I want for my listeners is for them to have resources available to them. Johannes is here. You heard uh, that he works at Floyd Mayweather's gym. He's been teaching and coaching clients from MMA fighters to boxers to graphic designers like Maylod and everything in between for the last six years. He's passionate about what he does. Um, he's a professional. He's an expert. How can people get in touch with you if they want to come to you for fitness training and MMA training or boxing or discipline or any of those things in ways that they can make lifestyle choices that allow them to become and create the best versions of themselves? How do they get in touch with you? Okay. Uh, thank you, Doctor. Thank Absolutely. you so for having me. Uh, so you'll find me at the Mayweather Boxing Gym uh, here in Decatur, Alana. Um, and also you'll find me um, at Eric Fit Lab. It's by Tucker. But also my website is www.fitjohannes.com. And I have also social media, Instagram, fit underscore Johannes, J-O-H-A-N-N-E-S. So uh, you can reach out to me uh, with my Instagram or my website. And um, I'm always uh, happy to help people. That's my major, my number one goal. Um, but yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks Absolutely. So and just so people get it right, can you spell out your web address in full alphabetically? Okay. www. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Train with Johannes. That was my uh, previous website. Now the, the new website is T R A I N, train, W I T H with Johannes J O H A N N E S dot com. So www dot train with, with Johannes. Johannes. So Johannes is in J actually. So J O H A N N E S dot com. Dot com. Yeah. And they can reach you and, and on Instagram. F I T underscore. J-O-H-A-N-N-E-S. Fit your highness. Gotcha. Yeah. And are you currently taking new clients? Yes, right? I'm taking a new clients now uh, for September. Yeah. So um, just check it out on my website and my Instagram. And uh, And are your services affordable to, to, for most people? Uh, the first uh, the first clients, um, the first months, I'll give you a 10% discount for whoever want to uh, train with me one-on-one. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. So could we create like a discount code right here? Yes. So how about anybody who is listening to this program, wants to come to Johannes for fitness training, to learn to box, to learn to train, all those kind of things, to become more disciplined, uh, to learn you know, the principles of martial arts, all those kind of things to grow in their lifestyle choices, to lose weight, to, become, um, to gain some strength training, to gain some flexibility, to move past arthritis, to all those different things. How about we create a discount code for them right now? Fresh Start. Fresh Start, yes. So Fresh Start, anybody who reaches out to him, Fresh Start, they'll get 10%. 10%. And how, how long do they get the 10% for, Johannes? For the first few visits or what? The first the first month. The first month? Yes. There you go. Hey, so everybody listening, you've now got a discount directly from Johannes, 10% off for your first month. So thank you guys so much for joining us today. 
Uh, thank you, Johannes, for being a special guest. Thank you, Maylot, again for being here. Thank you so much for thank having me. Thank you so much, Doctor. And I want everybody to stay tuned for the next couple of episodes. Um, I can tell you next week there's going to be an episode where I talk about diabetes drugs. Uh, and I'm not the only person who's been talking about it. A lot of physicians have been talking about it. Uh, a lot of fitness trainers have been talking about it. Uh, in fact, I saw uh, an interview that one fitness trainer that she gave about it um, about a week ago. And that's, the, that's the, um, the concept of the topic of using diabetes drugs to lose weight. And I tell people every day that drugs, there's a reason why they're called drugs, right? Because they affect your body in multiple different ways, every organ system. And I can tell you it is not a good thing to use weight, uh, diabetes drugs like Ozempic, etc., just to lose weight. You should go to somebody like Johannes and like me and change your lifestyle instead of using a drug to do it. Because if you use a drug to do it, there's always a price to pay. That's right. right? That's called a balance sheet. And that's true of accounting or if it's true of lifestyle choices. If you use something to achieve a goal and it's really easy, there's a price to pay for it. Right? When you're balancing a balance sheet and accounting... Regardless of what topic you're talking about, whether you're talking about psychology or weightlifting or lifestyle choices or weight loss or anything else, it's always the case that you get your balance by subtracting out your liabilities from your assets, right? So just keep in mind, if you use a drug that affects your gut motility and your pancreas and your gallbladder and your liver and every other organ system in your body, just know that those side effects are things that you're going to have to live with. And there are people already talking about the fact that despite the fact that they quit some of these drugs a year ago, they still cannot move their gut. Their gut still does not move. So stay tuned for that episode. With that, I'm going to wrap up. Thanks so much, guys. You guys have a great Thank weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you.